0: Evening prayer starts on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth
1: in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God, together the general confession. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be praised.
1: Psalm 65 begins on page 416. Thou, o God, art praised in Zion, and unto thee shall a vow be performed in Jerusalem.
2: Thou that hearest the prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come.
1: My misdeeds prevail against me. O be thou merciful unto our sins.
2: Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and receiveth unto thee. He shall dwell in thy court, and shall be satisfied with the pleasures of thy house, even of thy holy temple.
1: Thou shalt show us wonderful things in thy righteousness, O God of our salvation. THOU THAT ART THE HOPE OF ALL THE ENDS OF THE EARTH, AND OF THEM THAT REMAIN IN THE BROAD SEA.
0: WHO
2: IN HIS STRENGTH SETTETH FAST THE MOUNTAINS, AND IS GIRDED ABOUT WITH POWER.
1: WHO STILLETH THE RAGING OF THE SEA, AND THE NOISE OF HIS WAVES, AND THE MADNESS OF THE PEOPLES.
2: THEY ALSO THAT DWELL IN THE UTTERMOST PARTS OF THE EARTH SHALL BE AFRAID OF THY TOKENS, Thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise Thee.
1: Thou visitest the earth and blessest it. Thou makest it very plenteous.
2: The river of God is full of water. Thou preparest their corn so that Thou providest for the earth.
1: Thou thou waterest her furrows. Thou sendest rain into the little valleys thereof. Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain and blessest the increase of it.
2: Thou crownest the earth the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness.
1: They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side.
2: The fold shall be full of sheep. The valleys also shall stand so thick with corn, that they shall laugh and sing.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost
2: as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end,
0: amen. Here begins the second chapter of the book of Nehemiah. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, why is your face sad since you are not sick? this is nothing but sorrow of heart so I became dreadfully afraid and said to the king may the king live forever why should my face not be sad when the city the place of my father's tombs lies waste and its gates are burned with fire then the king said to me what do you request so I prayed to the God of heaven and I said to the king if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight I ask that you send me to judah to the city of my father's tombs that i may rebuild it then the king said to me the queen also sitting beside him how long will your journey be and when will you return so it pleased the king to send me and i set him a time Furthermore, I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river, that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel, which pertains to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house that I will occupy. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Here ends the first lesson.
1: world without end
0: amen Here begins the 25th verse of the 12th chapter of the book of acts and barnabas and saul returned from jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and they also took with them john whose surname was mark now in the church that was at antioch there were certain prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaan, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now when they had gone through the island to Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was barjesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius paulus, an intelligent man. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But elimas the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the pro- proconsul away from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O full of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time.
2: And immediately a
0: dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he had saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Here ends the second lesson.
1: Together, Nuke Dimittis on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. O God, may clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: O Lord, who never failest to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love, keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love of thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, it's good to see you all tonight. Um, We're into the second chapter of the book of Nehemiah. And in the first chapter, we heard or read Nehemiah's prayer to God and his um, angst or his uh, feeling about um, the walls of Jerusalem not being built. We're about 50 years out from the temple being rebuilt. And so now we're, we're um, in the court of King Artaxerxes, and uh, Nehemiah reveals himself in Chapter 2 as, a, as his position being a cupbearer a cup for King Artaxerxes. So a cupbearer tasted from the king's cup before the, before the king to make sure the wine was safe for the king's consumption. And this kind of relationship, as you can imagine, uh, is a relationship of trust between the king and his cupbearer. And because of that close relationship, cupbearers often became trusted counselors to their king. In the 40th chapter of Genesis, we saw Joseph interpreting the dream of Pharaoh's butler and predicting that he would return to his position of serving Pharaoh his wine. And the cupbearer, uh, after Pharaoh's um, troubling dream, the cupbearer remembered Joseph and recommended him as a possible interpreter of, of the troubling dream Pharaoh had. So we see this: um, the idea of the cupbearer being someone who um, is trusted by the king. But Nehemiah had displayed sadness in the king's presence and also expressed some fear about that. Uh, displaying sadness in the presence of the king was a dangerous thing. Because to be displeased in front of the king could be considered an insult to the king and his uh, ability to rule his land and could be punishable by death. And we saw a little bit of that kind of fear when we read the book of Esther when she went into the king without being called. And there was a fear of death because if uh, the king didn't extend the scepter, as you remember, then she would have been uh, killed. But because she went as uh, part of God's plan, then obviously God went with her and before her. And that's what happened with Nehemiah. So when the king asked Nehemiah what his sadness was about, um, it, his answer was the result of his prayer and fasting. And we remember from yesterday he said, "I was fasting and praying before the Lord." And so as we move away from Nehemiah and the fact that um, Artaxerxes responded in a positive manner and and uh, allowed Nehemiah to go back to build the um, the walls of Jerusalem. Um, that we'll move into the book of acts and we see a shared theme there and the shared theme is prayer and fasting and allowing god to leave and so this is a kind of interesting chapter in acts we've uh, we're going to change um perspectives on in chapter 13. so it's almost as if we've been um driving on saint peter road and now we're going to be turning on to barnabas and paul boulevard so we we'll hear a little bit about peter later but mostly uh, for the next little bit part Barnabas and Paul and then Barnabas and Paul Boulevard is going to soon merge with St. Paul Avenue because something's going to happen today and we'll see a change in that and then finally for today's lesson we're going to turn on to a uh, life of prayer court um, and talk about our own lives. So Barnabas sought Saul and found him and brought him to Antioch and they taught there for a year and they um returned from Antioch and when they returned Barnabas and Simeon Lucius, Manarea, and Saul all prayed and fasted. And I, I wanted to bring up especially Simeon, Lucius, and Manarea because I don't think we've heard about them except maybe in this verse. But it's important. Like some people get the um, press and, and um, get to stand up in front, but the prayers of these these men were also very, very important, and that's a lesson for us. So they prayed and fasted. And the Holy Spirit told them to separate Barnabas and Paul for the work which I have called them. That's in the second verse. And then they ended up on the, you know, they, they went on a journey, but they ended up on Paphos. And they encountered a sorcerer, a sorcerer Elimus, who was evil. And Paul called, Paul called down blindness on him. And, of course, because he was full of the Holy Spirit, that's exactly what Acts says. Paul, full of the Holy Spirit, said to him, you, you know, you're a your evil man and this is what's gonna kind of happen to you. You read that in verses nine through eleven. It's interesting at that point is they don't call him Saul anymore and they start talking about Paul and from now on you won't read about Barnabas and Saul, you'll read about Paul and Barnabas. And so we're we're gonna start centering on Paul. And so the last turn we're making in our in our lesson tonight is our turn onto our own lives of prayer, because we are called to live lives centered on God. And we're fortunate in our church to have a leader who believes in prayer. He doesn't just talk about it, he believes in it. He has called us to set aside Wednesday for prayer and fasting for the mission of the church, which is exactly what uh, um, Barnabas, Paul, uh, Lucius, Manarea, and uh, Simeon had done. And so um, I just wanted to give, I wanted to give you a little example for that because five years ago we committed to prayer for a mission in Fullerton. And so a year of that prayer was three people praying and not having others and after a year we started having other people join us in our prayer on Wednesday nights and we fasted and prayed and not long after we we fasted and prayed we suddenly like um coincidence right we had a building we had a father kevin we um i wish i could tell you the story uh, too long to tell you the whole story but our music ministry was kind of miraculous uh we've begun the children's program and this all thrived and grew during covid and I'm not saying this to trumpet the accomplishment of any person or of St. Thomas of Fullerton, but I wanna encourage all of us to continue in our prayer. My favorite quote from the time of COVID was in a meeting with Bishop and Father Kevin. COVID had shut down churches all across the nation and, and struck California pretty hard, but we were able to meet in backyards the whole time. And I remember Bishop said at, at one of the meetings after we had been meeting for a while and had, had been running Sunday services, Uh, during COVID, and he said, if we had planned this as men, we would have started Sunday services next year, but God has decided that they start now. So our God is good. He'll direct us if we listen, and I think we listen best when we fast and pray. So just a few thoughts about the passages tonight. Uh, I'd like to move on to the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations friends and neighbors reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds be merciful to all who
0: are in any trouble especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them
1: according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And Lord, prevent us through our own frailty or the temptations which encompass us, we be drawn again into sin. Thou, safe we beseech thee, the direction and assistance of the Holy Spirit. Reform whatever is amiss in the temper and disposition of our souls, that no unclean thoughts, unlawful designs, or inordinate desires may rest there. Purge our hearts from envy, hatred, and malice, that we may never suffer the sun to go down upon our wrath, but may always go to our rest in peace and charity and goodwill, with a conscience void of offense towards thee and towards men, that so we may preserve pure and blameless unto the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah. Thank you so much for
0: helping me.
2: Thank you, for your message.
0: Thank you, Dick Have a great night, everybody. Well, thank, yeah, you.
1: thank
0: you. Good. My pleasure. Good to see Thanks, you, Faye, Paul. Good night. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Nancy.